you know, let's face it. Quarantine has got us all watching a little bit more TV, probably. I, I have found my TV slowing down some in recent weeks, but I will tell you, I still am watching more TV than I normally do. That is for sure. And that's why we take a look at the top 10 streaming shows of the week. Actually, it's always the top nine. This website only lists nine. It does not give number 10, which gives us a wonderful opportunity to each put in our own number 10 of just something you watched over the last week where you'd like to share with everybody a TV show that you watch. So we'll get to your number 10 here in a moment, Jay and Slim. But first, the top nine, the top nine this week looks like this. Harley Quinn on the DC Universe. little cartoon of Harley Quinn. Uh, some, do you have the DC Universe, or is that something you've watched? I do not have access to that one. I, I, don't, I, okay. I don't think I'd use it enough. The one that the picture always looks scary on this, but I have a feeling it's a very cool show because it does pretty well. The Witcher on Netflix, number eight. Although the weird thing about that the Rotten Tomatoes score is only a 67% for a show that is very, very popular. That is one of the lowest ratings I've seen hmm. from the Rotten Tomatoes folks. Uh, boy, this one's been getting a lot of talk around the house here because TC has started watching it. And he has friends that are watching it too. And they sometimes do the FaceTime and watch the show or talk about the show afterwards. Ozark. Yeah, baby. That's a show you love as well, right, Slim? Love, love, love. It is so good. So, so good. Ozark is great. Okay, I, the new season was fantastic. I will tell you, it gets a 97% yeah. from Rotten Tomatoes. That is what you call a real good show. And I keep, TC keeps telling me to watch it. Slim, you know me best. Would I like it? Nope. No, you would not. You don't. Oh, really? No, you would not like it. I love Jason Bateman, but what? What do you think? Is it too? Uh, too in, a little too intense. Uh, there's a lot of accents in it, and oh, mainly there's, there's a lot of accents. I just just trust me. You wouldn't. Uh, like it. We can find you a better show. Okay, good. Number six, Titans DC Universe. That one's probably less accents. <laughs> uh, number five, Money Heist. This is uh, probably got too many accents again, right? It's the Royal Mint of Spain. Oh, I was going to say, we're, we're really on an accent heavy with The Witcher, Ozarks, and now this one. We are really accent heavy today, Kev. How do you feel about Disney Plus, the number four show of the week, The Mandalorian? I think you're, in terms of understanding people, I think we're going to be better on that, but it's very okay. sci-fi. We are going to bank on a top three for Kevin for a show. Like we are now at a point where hopefully one of these top three is wheelhouse. Number three, star Wars, the clone wars on Disney plus. Yes. That's really a great show, but we are now down to two. <laughs> Kevin, you have two shows to By choose way, from. Yes, sir. Never seen it. Slim rotten tomatoes. Critics score 100%. Deserve wow. It. It's deserved. It. It's one of the greatest show. One of the greatest shows of all time. Well, 63 million people agreed with you this yeah. week. It's one of the – and the, the la last season is now here, and it was really stinking good. Now, it is – Star Wars, obviously, it's cartoon, so it's definitely not for everyone, but it is – it's very good. And I will tell you, the top two, it is funny. People are just uh, falling into things that are familiar. 
Number two, Stranger Things. You that might one, like uh, Stranger Things, but the I... second most popular show of the week. You know what the weird reason you might like Stranger Things? It has really strong 80s. It's like an 80s influenced show. And you really love the 80s. The music, like the soundtrack that happens in it yeah. would would really pull at your heartstrings. But okay. it's too sci-fi. It's just so doggone sci-fi that I think that would, would ruin oh, that it That might you. turn me off, but, yeah. But I know the 80s stuff you would love. You would love the, the, the props they use that are a bunch of 80s products, the clothing and stuff. It, that part is very Kevin. The sci-fi part just really... Gosh dang it. I wonder how uh, many people are re-watching that and how many people are watching that for the first time. It's a great wish, great question. Because I feel like a lot three. of time people would be, you know, they heard so much about it, so I'm going to take advantage of this time to watch it. I feel like there's probably a lot of that, but by yeah. the same token, the familiarity of, you know, hey, I've seen every episode of Friends 10 times, and maybe it's the same deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish they'd break it out so you could see, oh, look, at it's got... X amount of people who have never seen it because I, of course, would be that person. Right. Where I, I keep saying every time you read this list, I should actually watch that. Yeah, I don't know what kind of ratings Friday Night Lights is getting, but uh, I would be in that category of you've now watched this episode 12 times. <laughs> yeah. So why are you watching this again? I yeah. don't know. Because I like to turn it on and it's just familiar and I like it. Same and reason guys, you have your favorite food all the time because you like it. So yeah. true. Uh, that was 65 million people for... Stranger Things, but the winner, and it's not even close, with 12 million more viewers than anything else, you're thinking, wait, people still haven't seen this? How can it be number one, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness? Not even close. The runaway winner again this week. Wow. The Tiger King. With another 77 million people. And that's not a show that a lot of people are watching twice, right? I wouldn't no. think so, no. I mean, maybe if you, okay, maybe you've seen it and your wife hasn't. You're like, we got to watch this. Okay. I could see that one maybe. Yeah. And you may but I don't feel like in, it's a go back and watch it a lot. Yeah, you may peek in on an episode. You know, just, just peek in on an episode or two if you were rewatching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you re And especially if you're watching it with somebody else, for sure. But, yeah, if you're just rewatching, you might watch a little bit. But I can't uh, imagine watching the whole series. Twice. No. Here's what critics say about <laughs> Tiger King. I want to read this review to you. Enthralling in an aghast kind of way, like watching an accident in slow-mo, but not even the interesting not even that interesting of an accident. Like a collision between two old milk floats. Let's say, you know, where you're huh? just left with a bunch of broken glass and a rancid pungency. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, okay. And you know what, critic? That's exactly what America was looking for. <laughs> Some broken glass and a rancid yeah. pungency. What are milk floats, Jay? I have no clue. Never heard of it. Two old milk floats. Where you're just less with broken glass and pungency. Rancid pungency. Mm. Rancid pungency. Not a bad description of the Tiger King, though. In fairness. <laughs> <laughs> they did kind of nail that one. Yikes. Uh, so, there, oh, guys, I got to ask you the most important yeah. question. Yes. Your number 10 show. Do you, did you watch anything in the last week that deserves a little promotion right here on the Jay and Kevin show? Slim? I am in love with the – well, I'm going to have to choose between two, boys. I'm going to have to choose between two. I'm going to go with one is a reality show that I'm going to pass on.
The other is Married at First Sight, the Lifetime Network's television program about the people that see each other for the very first time at the altar. Oh, my gosh. That show (laughs) is a nightmare. Holy smokes. Yeah, they... I mean, it's awesome, and it's a nightmare, and it's crazy, and it's wild, but these people go through all of these, like, psychological tests and these personality tests and all, you know, everything before, and then these professionals pair them, and the first time they ever see each other is at the altar where they are getting married. Then they get married. So do they talk to each other beforehand and stuff? The first time they just see each other. The first time they're talking to each other is when they're exchanging vows. So they're exchanging vows. They kiss. They smooch, and then they are married. And then in eight weeks, the show comes back and shows where we're at. And it is. Does it have a better success rate than The Bachelor? Yeah, yeah, Kev, it does because people actually succeed. (laughs) Okay. And do are they they're allowed to text? Because at some point, I'm just curious if somebody just texts like right off the bat, who this? No, they don't. They don't. No, yeah, no, no. They they only are allowed to text gifts. No, they they don't. They don't text at all. <laughs> there are no communication before the altar. Okay. Wow. Um. Yeah, mine's going to be the same for a long time. Yet it's Chicago PD. We're still running through the series. We're in season four, so it's going to be the same for a while. Okay, yeah, you guys are locked in on the Chicago PD. That is great. I think I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. Uh, I, I find a way. I, I think you can watch it on CBS All Access. This season of Survivor. If you gave up on Survivor, you're you know seasons and seasons ago. They're doing the winners at war, where it's all people that have won. This season of Survivor is absolutely glorious. I think we're what. 10 episodes in, 12 episodes in, something like that. But you got some catching up to do, but it's worth it, right, Slim? It's the best episode of uh, the best season of Survivor they've ever had. And it's it is going to be close. hard to beat this. It's better than uh, what was the one that was great? It was Heroes versus Villains. Was the To me, Heroes versus Villains previous to this was the greatest season of Survivor ever. This is twice as good as that season. It's so stinking good. And I, don't, I like so good that I don't even want to. I want to talk about it with Kev on the show because it's so, it's fun and it's fun to talk about. But man, I don't want to spoil it for people. I will say, Kev, Tony is coming across as one of my favorite Survivor characters of all time. We had him on the show after he won his his season years ago. Yeah, he was great, and he has just been oh my fun gosh. television. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, guys, breaking news into the Kevin James newsroom, aka <laughs> my bedroom. I texted earlier this morning to Rod, what's up? And he has now responded. This is a different version that Slim got when he texted, what's up? You got a what? Who dis? Who dis? I got, would you identify who is asking, please? Oh, my God. Uh, This person and you are not going to be friends. I think I'm just going to say, oops, wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Claire. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. 
It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kevin, here we go. Dear Jane Kevin, I feel like a lot of us are kind of throwing it back to the days gone by. I cut my husband's hair the other day and he said, there's no need for him to ever go to the barber again because I did a good job. And he said, we might as well save the money. We also started brewing our own coffee at home and now he wants to put up a clothesline in the backyard. I like saving money too. So two questions. Are there any other suggestions to help save some expenses on things that we're just not thinking about? And two... Are we going too far with things like drying our clothes outside? Thanks, Beth. Mm. Okay. Can All I, right. I, I want to jump in real quick with something, Kev, because I'm Beth is is speaking my language, but I I hang dry almost all my clothes. I, I have almost I mean almost everything. Anna hates it, but I I don't put anything in the dryer. I. My shirts, I need them to be long, and every time I dry my shirts, they shrink upwards, and so it drives me crazy. So I've always, ever since college, dried all of my t-shirts, dress shirts, anything, I've hung dry them, and I have always wanted to put up a clothesline. So this is something I've been thinking about, but I don't know if that's something where people walk by and they look in your backyard and see a clothesline, and they're like, well, that's ruining the beauty of the neighborhood. So I don't want to deal with... (laughs) That, but it's clothes dry. It's like drying your clothes. It's Laura Ingalls Wilder. It's what America was built yeah. on. That and a bunch of really bad stuff. But I want to dry my clothes on a hanger. And so this is, she is speaking my language here. Uh, I will tell you that Elizabeth says drying clothes outside is awesome unless the neighbors object. Okay. And hey. Jamie says, who cares what the neighbors think? Uh, they right. don't have to look. And Haley comes in quickly and says, You've obviously never worn line-dried jeans. They're the worst. Oh, serious? <laughs> so, okay, I will, I will go with this. Well, everything gets, everything's, you know, firmer, shall we say. Like, they're, yeah. you, you, do, you wouldn't, like, if you do towels, I don't know if you've ever done towels outside, but a lot of times they get, they're just a little bit crunchier, maybe, is a word. The jeans yeah, are which really is fine. bad. You can stand them in the closet instead of folding them and putting them away. <laughs> That's true. The je- true. <laughs> The jeans are really bad for the first wear, but again, I have to ha- I have to hang dry my jeans because they shrink upwards around the ankles, and now I'm wearing capris, and I like to buy my capris separately. Okay. so I I hang dry everything. Right. But it Do is- you ever just fluff them in the dryer for just like a you know a minute or no, two to get that feeling out yeah. of it? No, because mm-hmm. I'd forget them in there, and okay. and and so I I just I just always I've always done it since college. I just hang everything. I'll I tell really you how like, you do it so you don't forget them, Slimmy. Quick tip, and I've done this, because you sometimes just want to freshen up the jeans or whatever. Yeah, for sure. If you take your underwear and your jeans and you throw them in there and you stand there and wait, you won't forget. Yeah. <sighs> yeah that's it. true. Okay, yeah. that's a good okay, call. That's here's a good call. another idea. Call. Not just the clothesline, uh, but there's a couple different ideas. Because, you know, she asked, are there other things we can do? It seems like a lot of people are down with the, the clothesline thing. It's Go for it. Get them out there. A lot of people suggesting the garden is a good idea. Yeah. Get that go. garden going. Save some money. Uh, Aaron says, switch to cloth napkins. I was shocked how many paper napkins and paper towels we go through in our family. We've saved quite a bit. 
Yeah. Never I even see thought that. about it, cloth napkins, but that would be great. Plus, it also makes you feel like you're at a restaurant every single time. Yeah, Kev, that's a great point. I really like the idea of those ones. Uh, do they do cloth paper towels like where they're – I mean, I guess that's just a dish rag, right? Yeah, or a hand towel, yeah. Hand towel, because I, I, I could get down with that. I like that advice. I like going trying to go as much of the cloth stuff in the kitchen, dining room, as you can, as you can go for. No one's washing their own clothes by hand, are they? Ooh. I was thinking, you know, if he's worried about like the dryers, too much electricity. I mean, you're not, but you're not going to do the other side of that. I oh wouldn't think anyway. I mean, maybe somebody does, but I hope not. Does okay? That I, one seems like too much work, right? I, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, sure. we've got nothing but time right now, so they get, I could see it. But I, I'm wondering with the with the hand towels. My oh, my concern with them is always, is it a one time use and then you have to immediately throw it in the dish or in the in the washing machine, or can you like wipe down the countertop a couple times with it? You know, wipe down the dishes, the wet dishes with it a couple times. Are those one-time use and then they're gone, or are they multiple uses? I just always worry about the sanitary, and I'm always worried about chicken breast. Chicken breast in the kitchen terrifies me from everything because oh, yeah. I've been so scared. Like, what if I had chicken breast on the counter for one second, then I wipe the table down or the counter down with this dish rag. Now I've got whatever it is on the dish rag, and now I'm dead. I'm concerned yeah, if about you, <laughs> if you, Slim, If you wiped chicken off the counter... You for sure got to wash okay. it. Okay. Okay. Thank but you, maybe Kevin. if you just wiped water off a clean countertop, or yeah. if well, you, he, you know, you used it for dinner and you didn't really do anything with it, like you didn't make a big mess, you probably use that napkin again. Here's my but, other. Here's my other one, KJ. This is the one I always struggle with with the hand towel and why I use paper towels a lot. I like to cook chicken breast. So there's that one moment where I'm handling the chicken breast from the bag to say the the grill or the, to put it on the baking sheet, whatever it may be. And then I, I wash my hands or whatever. I wipe them. I wipe my hands on that hand towel that we use during the day just to dry our hands. See, I have a very different theory. When I do my chicken, I always have the hot water running as hot as possible. Okay. And as soon as I touch everything, I just wash my hands and okay. then go right back to it. Okay. I yeah. just leave the water running. It's uh, it's one of those things where I just gotten used to doing it that way. And I don't know that it's the best because you're probably wasting a ton of water. But it's just what I do because I like to – and I will touch it three or four times and then just go back and wash my hands. Like, ah, I touched it again. Dang it. But <laughs> something to think about. I, this from the category of I'm not sure you're helping, but thanks for your input, James, on <laughs> Facebook said I'm not sure how old you two are uh, or if you want kids, but if so, you could supply your own milk. What? <laughs> I can guarantee you my HOA would not be okay with me having a clothesline and a cow in the backyard. <laughs> That's, I mean, is he – I'm so confused. Is he saying buy a cow? He's clearly gotta not be. talking about having children and have like breast milk no, around the got, house for everybody. That gotta, doesn't work. Goat, goat milk I think is easier, right? Goat milk, yep. They're yep. easier to keep in the yard. Well, like Kev has said millions of times on the show, almond milk. Right. True. You could plant an get, almond tree. Get yourself some almonds. Uh, I'm still the most confused how they get milk from an almond. Squeeze hard, Kevin. You just have to squeeze really, really hard. And every HOA is okay with that. I love the idea that we walk by this lady's house in a week, and she's got a clothesline garden and cow, and it's all come up in a week. And you know the neighbors are just walking by, and they're like, 
Uh, let's go by Beth's house and see what she's. Oh my gosh, she has a cow, a garden, a clothesline. <laughs> that's that's what you do. It's a great and she's way. She's cutting to, her uh, husband's hair in the in yeah. the driveway. That's the yeah. kids in the backyard churning butter. Claire. <laughs> Saving money. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Going one night just to see one of the artists. Oh, I'd consider it. He's up. Do that again? He's up. Kevin James. How would Dirk Bentley say his name? Dirk Bentley. And what about Thomas Rhett? That's Thomas Rhett. Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini. Morgan Evans. That's Morgan Evans, eh? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? Roberta was in early on the text line at getting donation masks made for the VA. That's a very good one. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Well done. Uh, Slim, what was the best thing from your weekend? The fact that I had not left my house since... March finally paid off. The quarantine was great because it allowed me to go see my brother's baby for the first time. My brother had a kid about four weeks ago, his first child, he and his wife, Naomi's first child. They had been home for a long time. I had stayed home for a very long time so that I could go see this kid. And it was so stinking awesome to see my little brother's baby. Such a weird feeling to be like oh you have a child you actually have a kid (laughs) and it was just so fun we got to go out there and I hope we I hope we helped his wife out by letting her get some sleep we hung out with the baby we played on Saturday because when I got there of course we just stayed in their house the whole time and we played a board game from 10 a.m in the morning until I think like midnight or one o'clock in the morning so whoa 14 hours straight of playing and taking care of the baby, so like holding the baby, and then then Naomi would feed the baby, then we'd grab her again and hold her and put her down next to us and try to give her as much of a chance to rest as possible because you kind of forget that when you have a baby, you don't get a rest a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the truth, isn't it? And they, and they don't have – the bummer for them is you have a baby right now and you're in a quarantine where no one can help you. No one can be – I mean – like for them, just having somebody there was just probably yeah. like the biggest blessing. Like, oh my gosh, there's another human here yes. yeah. that could help do something. And, and the the social distancing is is absolutely fantastic for. I mean, obviously a lot of reasons. We had the lady who texted in last week about you know the the the, the lady. I think her name was Stacy J, the the doctor who texted in and was talking about you know it's great to see people social distancing, but it was really great that it paid off that I could go see this kid and, and also just put in some fun quality time with my little brother. I really yeah. like that. It was really cool. Yeah. That, that's an awesome one. And for there's 50 million reasons why, and, yeah. and it made it worthwhile to not leave the house for a month then to be able to have the payoff. Yeah, it did. It really, it really, really did. I, I, it was worth playing 14 hours of a board game with Travis. <laughs> Slim, can I ask you this question? You were in Seattle and I know you or the Seattle area. Yeah. I know you didn't, go anywhere or do anything in Seattle, but like, did you have to stop for gas or anything or just driving through? Is there a different feel? Do you feel like you're in an area where this is how I would be if I was in Seattle 
because it has been, you know, a pretty hot spot for the coronavirus. Yeah. I think I would just be like, I feel like it's everywhere. Dude. It's in the air. It's just floating everywhere. Kevin, it's all I could think about when I was there. I was like, holy cow. Okay. So I filled up. <laughs> My wife had a very, she had Googled and YouTube searched the proper way to fill your car up with gas. That included a lot of like me using items that I then immediately threw away in a trash can and, and all this stuff. <laughs> and I filled up here using these methods. Drove to do, drove to Travis's, and then I had to fill up with gas when I left his house. But I drove as far as I possibly could until I was pretty much gonna have to push my car away from Seattle before I even stopped at a gas station and did the same thing that I did here. But I was like, "There's no way in heck I'm filling up with gas anywhere near Seattle," because I just assumed that the second I got out of my car, I was gonna get it. Like that was just the feeling because of all the stories you hear. Yeah, it, it really is. No, it's weird. And I know it's probably ridiculous that we, we think that, but, and I'm the opposite when, if I was in Seattle, I know I would be the same way. I would just be like, nah, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust anything over here. And like last weekend when I was in Sandpoint, I generally was like, I feel like I, everything's pretty safe here. I, I mean, people in Sandpoint will just lick the outside of their truck handles just to, just to prove I, the point. I've had a lot of people from Sandpoint say, please, that was just one person. Most of us are not like that. <laughs> what was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? Kevin, you had an extended weekend. I'll give you the extended time, but let me give mine in real quick here because it was very short and very weird. I don't was not expecting this to be the best part of my weekend. It just kind of happened. Because, you know, we did the family dinners and hung out, watched TV, did all that stuff. But there was a there was a fundraiser on the Internet over the weekend between with like YouTubers and gamers and Jack Black. And they put it all on to raise money to uh, for coronavirus research. And they raised over a million dollars in like three hours. It was a simple rock, paper, scissors yeah. tournament. Oh, really? really cool. Mr. Beast put it on, I believe. That's correct. And it was weird because I didn't think I would sit there and watch it. I mean, you're like, you're watching people play rock, paper, scissors. Are we starving for entertainment? And it was actually pretty cool, as weird and nerdy as they are. But it was just fun. And we watched, I think we watched for over an hour, like the whole family sitting there at the kitchen table watching this thing for like an hour. Definitely not wow. what I expected. Yeah, we. That I, is- I watched that whole thing and it was really, really fun. I believe Nade Shot was the winner. And I was very was. happy because I really like him. He won like $250,000. Yep. To donate to the charity of his choice. Yeah. Which was great. No, I mean, it was a great, huh. they did it for the right reasons and everything. And it was in, oddly intriguing. Was it not slim? I loved it. But I also yeah. love all those nerdy things. Like I watched a guy last week on his birthday stream stuff for 12 hours. And it was just one guy. And he, his grandma had passed away from coronavirus two weeks ago. So he did this last week and raised... $550,000 in 10 hours of, of his stream for to go to CDC stuff, and that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that stuff's amazing. Anyway, Kevin, you had an extended weekend. You had a four-day weekend. What was the deal? I did. It was a lot of, uh, a lot of hanging with the kids as uh, Judy was working on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. <laughs> and so it was one of those. She was, she was very busy working, and I was with the kids a lot. Uh, a lot of walks, a lot of walks. That was really fun. How about the facial? 
I got my nails done. Did you laugh at that? I got another facial. Did you laugh at her having to work? Is that taunting? Are you post-taunting her weekend working? No, no, no. No, what I realized was, does it seem like it? It did when you did that. It really did. And I was like, did you just taunt her work? Not at all. It was. I was just realizing that I was going to say, she worked on Thursday and Friday, and then I realized, oh, yeah, she ended up having to work Saturday, too. Okay, okay. So I was laughing about the fact that like, she didn't get to do any weekend, really. Okay, and so better. it was more of a not laughing at her, just like, oh, God, that's right. Yeah, she works Saturday, too. I thought, here's the shovel. So here was <laughs> – no. I, I, it's, not, it's not fun when you're like – and you're on vacation. And so there's no way that for me to say – Geez, it'd be nice to do something fun. I'm on vacation when she has to work the whole time. So it was just one of those shut my mouth, take care of the kids. It was a good time. Uh, my facial, I look younger because they have taken care of my skin like I never have before. Uh, numerous facials over the weekend. I got also, uh, we colored my beard. We left it in way too long. I officially look like the wrestler, the big show. Okay, where if you can picture his goatee, that is my goatee Kevin, right now. For your for the facial they gave you, was it was it did it leave your face actually feeling good or did it make it feel really bad? No. No, it's uh like it's cheap kid stuff. Like it's just like a like a for fun kids facial thing that okay. I do believe uh, it, it whatever it felt okay, but I don't think it's gonna really help my skin that much. Okay, because the one Anna, <laughs> the one Anna did for me when she bought her steamer left my face looking like I wrestled a cat, and I will never allow her to do it again. Yes, but like and was like, well, no, this is it. I'm never it's like funny. Ugh. And yeah, and Judy's kind of like, no, you don't get to use the good ones that I use or whatever. She's like, no, 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 you can use that stuff, and that's fine. And I realized, you know, the kids, she lets them do that and i realized yeah this stuff i feel like it's got a better chance of making my face break out than anything else and that was it but it it was fun it was a good time doing all that and then we did watch a movie over the weekend on saturday night it was because we had been talking about uh me being the little housekeeper and taking care of the kids and judy said something about mrs doubtfire and nice so then we were like oh yeah i'm kevin's like mrs doubtfire so we decided late on Saturday night we were going to watch Mrs. Doubtfire, and the little one was asleep. The older one was watching some of it. And then I didn't realize that movie – first of all, it's long. It's like two hours and five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Well, it's an important story, Kevin. I forgot the whole storyline, how much trouble there was between the husband and wife yeah. Yeah. and how sad. There was a lot of – I was like, goodness, this is a little heavier than I remembered. I just remember <laughs> the funny part where – Mrs. Doubtfire, but it was all a good message in the end, and so it worked out fine, but it was just one of those where I was like, oh, goodness, this is way heavier than I thought it was going to be. I just thought it was Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, he dresses up like a woman. Hello. You you go there for the drive-by fruiting, and you leave with a bunch of tears. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, does it hold up? Is it still good? Is Mrs. Doubtfire in 2020 still good? Yeah. I actually was... Uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really, and Robin Williams is so young. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just weird. Uh, I thought it was very enjoyable. I was, first of all, surprised how much I liked it and, uh, surprised that I had forgotten that it had such a story to it. And surprised that you went on Amazon immediately and got an apron. 